Hi, I'm Aldias and Medium, and thank you so much for tuning in today. I want to try to bring religion and spirituality closer together, and this is what this pod is all about. I will talk about my own thoughts and feelings as I am both LDS and have spiritual gifts, something that I've had my whole life, but I always thought that it was hard to combine these gifts with my religion. This has torn me into two directions and I have talked to many people who feel the same way. I can't choose not to have my spiritual gifts, but I can choose how I use them. And I always want to use them for good and to help others. I believe my heavenly parents gave them to me for a reason. So. This is me. Join my quest for knowledge. So I got this talk from the service missionary who has served in our ward for the past six months and will go back to the States to serve the rest of his mission there. I thought it was an amazing talk, so I asked if I could use it. So thanks to you, Elder Johnson. He talks about five things he has learned during his mission. So I just want to talk about it and what came to me as I was listening to him give the talk. One. The Lord's timing is not our timing, and He knows more than we do, always. Secondly, the Lord places the people we need in our lives. Third, trials and tribulations are gifts from God, not punishments. Four, everyone's perspective should be appreciated. Five, I can find something to love inside each person, just like Heavenly Father does. So let's start with the first principle, that the Lord's timing is not ours. We all know the saying, it will happen in divine timing. I've heard it so many times in the past three years, it annoys me. But I've started to realize that the saying, divine timing, is the moment when everything aligns precisely right. And what I've come to realize is that I have a saying in the divine timing. If I do my part in my aligning, it might go faster. But the other party needs to do their part too. It's when two persons have done the work and are put in each other's path at the right time, in the right place, or the right job, or any opportunity. The thing is that if we are not ready for whatever is coming, we might miss it and not see it. So it's up to us to work on ourselves, aligning ourselves to the plan God has for us. If we don't, the divine timing can seem very far off. Secondly, the Lord places the people we need in our lives, and that is so true. When I lived in another ward as a newlywed, I got to meet this investigator young woman. I got to know her very well, and from the first moment our eyes met, we just clicked. It just so happened that years later she ended up marrying my younger brother. I have also been visited by numerous sister missionaries. I call them my angels in the last months. They have been the most amazing souls I've met in my life, and all of them are dear friends. They came to me when I needed it, and God prepared them and put them on my path and in my life to bless me. He also places opportunities and jobs and courses or classes in our path for us to become the children He wants us to become. But again, it's up to us to see, to learn, to find. Thirdly, Trials and tribulations are gifts from God and not punishments. This is so true, but also such a hard lesson to learn. How come the worst moments in our lives become the best? It's because we grow and evolve as we overcome it. I was listening to Claire Zemet speaking on limiting beliefs and how the beliefs that might hold us back and create negative patterns in our lives also helps us to create superpowers by overcoming it. I've had the privilege to watch a lot of handball, 
and it's hardly ever the most gifted player that becomes the best. Sometimes it's the one who has to work hard to overcome themselves that in the end becomes the best players because they have to work hard and once the flow comes with all the effort they put in, they grow and shine on their own. And the most gifted might crash and burn with setbacks. We would never learn if life was always easy. We wouldn't need to. Fourth, every person's perspective should be appreciated. We all live different lives in different parts of the world. In my pod, I see these countries from the last five episodes. United States, Sweden, Germany, United Kingdom, Singapore, Taiwan, Switzerland, India, the Philippines, Norway, Peru, Chile, France, Cambodia, Australia, Zimbabwe, and Mexico. That is 17 countries that has listened on the last five episodes. But on all the podcasts, we have downloads from 78 countries across the world. That is a lot of different nationalities, traditions, lives, experiences right there. I'm talking about life from my point of view, and I am absolutely certain that you all have stories to tell from your lives. We should be open to the experiences the people we meet have, lives and values, their perspectives from their lives, and their view on life. Quote, We have no understanding for what other people are going through, but if we look at it from their perspective, we can better understand why people act as they do. That is how we best can be like Christ and love one another. End of quote. We should never judge, even though I sometimes read the energy and find out what people are trying to hide. It only makes me humble, because I can feel their pain. And in overcoming it, they have learned valuable lessons from life that we all can learn from, which leads to the fifth lesson, which is that we can find something to love in all people just like Heavenly Father do. This one is hard because sometimes people hurt you, hurt you bad, and to find things to love in them, let's say, it would be easier to hold on to the pain and anger than to let go, forgive, and to find love for them. Every single person on this earth was a loved brother and sister in the pre-existence. Everyone was in the battle of heaven and fought for the right to come here and to experience life on earth. They have just forgotten about it, but they are trying to live the best they can. We, who remember, should show love and patience with the ones who are not as blessed in knowing the gospel and the why we are here, where we come from, and where we are going. I must be honest, I struggle with this. I love all people, but I don't necessarily like them. I guess my kind of introverted personality likes to be with one person at a time. Lots of people make me drained or exhausted, but I still love them and respect them as sons and daughters of God. I need to love them as that, but not feel like I'm responsible to save everyone by myself. They will come when they are ready. We should not argue the church truth. It needs to resonate within them, and that means they need to be ready and high in vibration. We should just show unconditional love and support and try to be the best person we can be. Had we been perfect, we would have been taken back so I know I need lots of time for improvement. But I must also love and respect myself and not be hard on myself as I do my best every day.
So thank you again, Elder Johnson, for inspiring me with your talk and for gracing us with your service. I promise I would give him the credits. Until next time, be the light, share the light, spread the light, and shine. This is my journey. Thank you so much for keeping me company today. Please download, like, share, and subscribe, and help spread the light and spread the word to expand our community. Let's bring more love, peace, and unity to this world. Take care of yourself and your loved ones. Always be grateful, kind, and loving. Be brave and remember to step out of your comfort zone and smile. If you support us on Patreon, you will get access to our meditations and extra materials so you can download them as mp3. Also, we now have a Facebook group, which you can access from our Facebook community. Please answer the questions as you apply to participate. It will be a safe haven where we can keep discussing religion and spirituality, our spiritual gifts, and self-development. Remember, one person can make a difference, but together we can change the world.